0: okay people The yes people's is we're creating a whole new version of the english language here isn't it amazing that we sound so edumacated and so sophisticated i really recommend just making up your own words and then your parents will look at you like why did we send you off for all of this education what are you doing with your life and then you can smile because you'll be like well kathleen speaks like this so it's fine and they'll be like, who? And you'll be like, yep. Anywho, I wanted to take this week's of the podcast episode. Is that even proper English? I don't think so. Let's rewind for half of a second. This week on the Thrive Podcast, I want to talk to you about how you describe your business whether you like your business and what the relationship to your business is all about. And trust me when I tell you that this episode is worth its weight in gold because it's going to open your eyes to things you are completely unaware of. And that, my friends, is why we're all here. And when I asked you, like if I walk into you at the street at the market, at the wholesalers, right? If we happen to rendezvous, you're sitting at a cafe and I walk up to you and be like, oh, hey, do you love your business? It's very common for people who are business owners to hesitate. And it is such a simple question, but the answer is so incredibly meaningful. And before we get into even thinking about what the answer is, and you judging yourself and criticizing yourself for whatever answer you're giving, because that's what we all do, I want to talk a little bit about why it matters. Why thinking about your own relationship to your business is so powerful. Part of the reason it's so powerful and what I want to talk about this week is the fact That you actually have two relationships with your business. You have a relationship with your business as the owner. And you will have a relationship with your business as an employee. And becoming aware of the fact that you have two different relationships with your business is kind of going to blow your mind. Because most of the time, we just don't even think about it. We describe the fact that we own a flower business, right? When your brother asks you, Oh, Hey, what are you doing? Oh, I run a flower business. When your cousin asks you at the next family reunion, which isn't going to happen until what, like 2050. But when he asks you, Hey, what do you do? And you describe, I run a flower business. I want you to ask yourself when you describe your business, how do you describe your business? Do you explain to yourself and other people? Oh, I'm just getting started. Oh, I'm just going and getting my certification. Oh, I'm just about to get my website launch. Oh, I run a small flower business. How do you describe your business to yourself and to other people? It's a super powerful question and probably one that you've never considered because so often the way that we describe our business to ourselves and to anyone who asks is totally unconscious. We don't realize that when we put that word small in front of business, you are actually creating for yourself a feeling of inadequacy, unworthiness. Smallness and you take actions from that feeling of smallness, which means that you don't go all in on your website, you don't invest ten twenty thousand dollars a year in your own business and in your own self-development, you don't invest in advertising, you don't invest in learning all about marketing and business and accounting and bookkeeping and taxes, and When people phone for orders or when people inquire for events, you stay small, you stay apologetic and you give all of your power over to your customers and what you create for yourself and what you keep repeating for yourself is a small business versus if you describe your business as a flower empire, I am on the cusp of growing a flower empire, whatever that means to you, right? Nobody out there is going to define what your flower empire is. You get to decide what your version of a flower empire is. But going out into the world and showing up as a kick ass flower boss presents a totally different mindset. It makes you feel so much in control and so much more confident about your business and the actions that you take from that place of confidence will actually create for you, a flower empire. So I want to talk about this all a little bit more. And I want to allow you and give you permission to kind of step out of your own reality for a minute. Just hit pause. Like if you're in the car and you're driving around town, if you're out walking the dog, if you are at the market or on your way to the market or on your way home from the market, wherever you are in this beautiful world, I want you to pause for a minute. And just think about the fact that you have a relationship with your business. Right. You are creating an entity out of nothing. You are growing this entity by investing time, energy, money into it. But that entity and your business is actually a totally separate living, breathing thing from you no matter where you are in your business, no matter if you've bought somebody else's business, if you've been in business for 10 years, if you've been in business for 24 months, if you're just on the cusp of launching your business, your business is a totally separate entity to you and it will always be a separate entity from you. I like to think of it, like your business is a baby. That your business is actually a separate person from you. And your business needs nurturing. It needs love. It needs supports, It needs clothing. Right? It needs all of the needs that a baby needs. You have literally given birth to this thing that's outside of you. You have a living, breathing business that you need to nurture, you need to care for, and you need to support it to grow it into its full potential. And if you talk to any mother on this planet, any woman who has given birth to a child, you will never... At least in my opinion and in my experience, I have never heard a mother say, oh yeah, labor was easy. It was totally effortless. It took no energy. It just happened miraculously. That story doesn't exist. When you hear mothers talk about labor, it is so common for them to say it was totally worth it. Oh crap, that was really hard. That was so intense. I don't know if I want to go through that again, but the blessing of having this child in my life one hundred percent worth it. The whole experience of giving birth to a child. Can be so similar to the experience. Of creating a business. And I know you're probably thinking crap. Kathleen's totally lost it, right? Like what the crap is this metaphor that she's even talking about? But it's so helpful. Because if you can start to understand that your business is an entirely separate entity to you, and you can talk about the fact that you know you need to nurture and support and bring to life this totally separate entity to you, you will approach your business so differently. If you think about your business being a baby, an infant, a small child, Totally dependent upon how long you've been in business for and whatever you want your mindset to be, but thinking about it as a living, breathing being that needs your love and support and envision it as a totally separate entity to you. One of the main notions I want you to walk away with today and like lesson number one from today's session, your business means that you need to nurture something outside of you and create something from nothing, right? The minute that you registered for your business ABN, that you registered for a business license, that you incorporated, that you, you know, got whatever paperwork sorted you needed to create for your business, to create a legal entity, is the minute that you gave birth to a business baby. Your business baby needs nurturing. It needs support. It needs to be set up for success. And immediately from that lesson, understanding that you need to actually, with your business baby, carry on the metaphor of your baby and having unconditional love for it. I want you to begin to practice unconditional love for your business. This is going to blow your mind. Because right now, it is very possible you don't even realize you actually have a relationship with your business, or that your business is a totally separate entity to you. And if you can have that aha moment and that realization of oh crap, I do have and I am responsible for taking care and nurturing this entity that is totally separate to me, You can approach nurturing your business with unconditional love. What is unconditional love? It is, by definition, literally love that carries no conditions. You don't need to love your business more when you start making X amount of money, you don't need to love your business less. As a result of something else happening, if something happens in your business, to your business, with your business, or something doesn't happen in your business, with your business, to your business, it doesn't need to impact how much you love your business. You get to hold this entity that is your business with careful consideration and unconditional love, right? Close your eyes and think about having your business in the palm of your hands. You get to love it unconditionally. You get to look at your business when you recognize it's a separate being from you, knowing you want the best for your business. The best for your business is to show up consistently, to regularly invest in it, to feed it, to support it, to set up strong systems, you want to give your business the best shot possible. And when it comes to how you market your business to the world, you want to present it in the best light possible. Your business being a separate entity to you and you having unconditional love for your business can be demonstrated in thousands of ways. Like literally every single action that you take, how often you post to Instagram, what you post to Instagram, what your website looks like, how you nurture your branding. Quite literally, your pricing model for your business can be done from a place of unconditional love, knowing you've set your pricing to set your business up for success. It is a result of unconditional love for your business. When you present your business to the world, you have the most professional persona you can possibly imagine. You've created for yourself very clear and simple suite of templates and a sales system to nurture your business and set it up for success. You have written yourself a clear and very simple marketing plan. When you talk about your business, when your family members ask you about your business, when your co-workers ask you about your business, when your friends ask you about your business, when you talk to yourself about your business, you talk about it with pride and with love. And coming at Managing your business from the space of this is a separate entity to me, I am going to nurture it and I am going to provide it with unconditional love will result in a more successful business. If we backtrack to something I said early on in this episode and this idea of how you describe your business, whether it's conscious or unconscious, it is so powerful. If you are a person who describes your business as small, then I want to give you permission to change the way you describe your business. Could you imagine if you are a mother, right? Could you imagine? Oh, yeah, here's my newborn baby. And somebody came along to you and you described your child as small and insignificant. It breaks your heart doesn't it? If you're not a mother, if you have a pet, right? This is the other point of comparison. If you have a dog and somebody came up to you and said, oh, hey, tell me a bit about your dog. And you described it as small and insignificant. How does that make you feel? You get to do exactly the same thing with your business. When you start to embrace this idea of your business is your baby, Your business is your puppy. Your business is a separate entity to you, and you are there to nurture it and provide it unconditional love. You want to boast about it to the entire world. And when you think about the fact that you have a business baby and you are going to love it unconditionally, you can do that from two separate relationships. Because you are going to be the parent, you are the owner, you are the visionary, you are the creator of the business. You will have a relationship with your business, baby. You will have a relationship with your business as the owner, as the visionary. You will also have a relationship with your business as an employee. When you are in the mindset and the relationship with your business baby as the owner and the visionary, you are the one you are the person who gets to set the big picture, identify and create the brands, define the aesthetic, establish the dream and the ultimate goal of your business. In your relationship as the owner in your business, You will also set your pricing from a space of commercial viability and long term sustainability. When you are the visionary and the owner of your business, you will create systems and processes that nurture your business. And make it easier for your business to run efficiently when you are the visionary of your business, you will have a very clear corporate culture. You will have a very simple and easy to implement marketing plan. And you will understand as the owner of the business what the point is and how you want your business to show up on Instagram. When you are the owner, and when you are in the mindset of the owner in your business, it is all about strategy, vision. It is where you establish your business and your life relationship, right? One of the things that we get to embrace about being the business owner is that we get to set the rules, When you are the owner of a business, you get to be a dictator. You get to set up the products that you provide your customers. You get to establish systems to make the service side of this industry easier. And you get to set the rules. You get to set those rules in line with what works for you and your life. I have heard from so many business owners that one of the best things about the gathering restrictions and the shutdowns that have happened in so many places around the world is that they have taken the time to review their shop hours. They have hit reset and they said, okay, so for X number of years, I've just wandered around and we've always been open these hours and now I have an opportunity to set up new rules and new guidelines for when we do deliveries, and what our actual shop hours are. And embracing that power is exactly what you get to do when you are a business owner. It is so important to remember, when you are the business owner, you are the one with the power. You get to decide what the rules, what the box is for this business. And when you recognize that you have a relationship with this entity outside of you as a human being, right, your business is an entity totally separate to you. But because you are the CEO, you are the one with the power, you get to be the dictator. No doubt, it is so common to not recognize that you have a relationship with your business as the owner and you automatically assume the position of always being the employee and you look around you for advice and guidance from everybody else outside of you. When in actual fact, all that you're missing is stepping into your power as the business Owner. We are so much more familiar with being an employee than we are with being a business owner. And what happens most of the time when you're in that space of employee, if you asked yourself whether you worked for a good company and you were honest with yourself, you'd be like, holy crap, there's no vision, there's no leadership, there's no clarity as to what the roles and responsibilities are. This is so insane. I work for one of the craziest companies on the world and I have the worst boss on the planet. That my friends, is the normal space that we are in. But know that you have a role and a responsibility and total ability right now to step into the space of being the CEO. And when you are the CEO of your business, and when you are the owner and the visionary, you get to set your business baby up for success. You get to understand how you want to market your business to the world. You get to understand the power of systems and the power of templates and the power of scripts To make your own job as an employee easier. So remember, like lesson number three from today's podcast, embrace the power of being the CEO and know that as the CEO, your relationship with your business is very different than when you're in the role of being An employee. It's very common to default to the space of being an employee. It is very normal given the education system in Western society, the way that most of us have gone out and just gotten jobs and worked for other people, and we assume what we need to be doing in that role as employee is looking outside of us for somebody else to give us authority, for somebody else to pass along the exact how-to guide for somebody else to stand there and say, this is exactly how you need to do this. When in actual fact, all that you're missing, when you are standing in that role of being an employee is understanding it is also your job to be the CEO. And that job of being the CEO can feel incredibly uncomfortable. It can feel really hard, really challenging, because it's really unfamiliar. But if you can recognize that you have two roles in your business, it's going to change the game for you. And if you can continue to remind yourself that your business is a separate entity from you and that you can build a relationship as both the CEO and an employee With your business that demonstrates unconditional love, you are going to be stepping in to all of your power as kick ass flower boss. It's super common, right? It's so incredibly common to completely overlook the fact that you have two roles in your business. Because by default, you're going to stand there and think, "Okay, I'm an employee. I'm going to look for somebody else to provide leadership in terms of what I should be doing in my business. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Right. It's your name that's on the business license. It's your name that is part of the registration. It is your name that is responsible for filing the taxes. The buck stops here. You get to step into the discomforts of being the CEO. So anytime you have a task to do, you have a job to get done, pause for a second and ask yourself, is this an employee job or is this the CEO job? Is this the role of somebody who's all about implementation or is this the role for an owner or a visionary. It's one of the most helpful mindset shifts you can make is to show up and understand most of the time you actually need to be stepping into the role of CEO and there are still going to be tasks that you do as an employee and recognizing that you have two relationships in your business, two roles in your business, is going to blow your mind. Most importantly, I find this approach so powerful in two specific areas. And most likely they are two areas that you are going to feel like you are struggling with a lot. The first area is all about pricing. When you set your pricing and you know that there is an industry standard, you get to set the pricing in your business with the CEO visionary mindset. You know, setting your prices in line with the industry standard is a model for profitability, commercial viability and long term success. When you price in line with the industry standard and you come at it from a CEO visionary mindset, you know that you are nurturing your business, you are providing unconditional love with your business baby. You get to set your prices in line with the industry standard pricing model. And you do that from the role of CEO. You do that with the mindset and appreciation of knowing you are setting up your business baby for long term success. And then with those prices, you get to pass those prices on to your employees so that when you are in the role as an employee, you No, it is not your job to change the prices. As an employee, you do not have the authority to just decide to change the employees. When you set your prices from the CEO mindset and then you shift your perspective as an employee and say, well, it's not my job to change these prices. It's your job to build a relationship with your customer. It can feel incredibly subtle. But when you actually practice this, when you sit down and you set your prices knowing this is coming from the CEO, this is coming from head office, this is coming from a space of unconditional love, you know that your prices are going to help you build a profitable business. When you set your prices from an employee mindset, all you tell yourself is I can't charge that much, which is totally unhelpful. It is not unconditional love, and you are sabotaging and suffocating your business baby. Any employee that you ever hire, if they decide that they're not going to follow the prices that are set out by head office, the prices that are set out by the CEO, you're not going to keep them around as an employee for very long, and you need to hold yourself to the same standard. When you set your prices in your business, you can do so from the space of being a CEO. You are doing this from a space of being the best parent to your business baby possible. And what is amazing in this industry is that we have been handed the pricing model. We have been given, oh, hey, if you're focused in on everyday flowers, use this pricing model. It's going to build a successful business. If you're handed a world of weddings and events, it's like, oh, here's the pricing model. Implement it. Use it. It's like, oh, here's the magic formula to feed your baby. (laughs) It is so crazy. But the reason you don't want to follow those pricing guidelines is because you are pricing from the mindset of an employee. But when you sit down and go, okay, today is a day or this is a job that I am going to do from a CEO mindset, from the owner, visionary, unconditional love for my business baby mindset. You're going to blow your mind because then you can step in to the job of being an employee and tell yourself it's not your job to change the prices. You're going to get fired if you just decide to provide discounts you're not going to have a job for very long as an employee if you don't follow the price list. It is so incredibly powerful. So pricing is one space where I find that mindset shift so helpful, right? You price from the space of being a CEO. And then you know when you're an employee, you cannot go in and just change the prices. It's like, even if you worked at McDonald's, right? You worked at the McDonald's drive through It's like, they don't even need to know the prices of things because it's just in the computer. The employees aren't walking around saying, oh, the Big Mac value Meal isn't valuable. They don't even have that judgment. <laughs> They're just like, I'm here to do a job, right? Somebody else has set all the prices. Somebody else has said it's $10.25 for the Big Mac extra value Meal. Their only job is then to sell it. Good customer service. That's all they have to worry about. So incredibly powerful. So set your prices from the CEO space. And then when you're the employee, you know, it's not your job to change the prices. The prices are the prices, right? It's your job to build a relationship and provide phenomenal customer service to your clients and your potential customers. And the second space where this mindset shift is so incredibly helpful is when it comes to sales. Sales is an area that we just don't talk about enough, and it's an area that we attach so much personal self-worth to. I absolutely used to think I was a person who was not good at sales, until I met Michelle, who is fucking phenomenal at sales. She can sell a bag of rocks to somebody who walks into the shop looking for a dozen red roses. I am not even kidding you. She's fucking phenomenal because she knows her only job is to build a relationship with her customers, identify the problem and provide a recommendation to the situation. That is it. Right. And what is really, really helpful is understanding that you can create scripts, templates and systems to make sales easier. And when you embrace the fact that you need to approach sales and create systems from the CEO space to make it infinitely easier for your employees to sell anything to anyone, you are setting your business up for long term success. It is one of the most loving things you can do for your business baby. And it's so overlooked. Mostly because we just don't talk about sales enough in this industry because everybody's fucking obsessed with the final photo and the final designs and how many likes and followers they have on Instagram. When the rest of us who are over here creating sales systems that work and investing in our websites to take the burden off the human beings to be even more successful salespeople you make more money. When I talk to my students about sales, one of the things that they learn is that systems are there to make sales easier. One of the best ways to do this is to understand and to map out what does your typical customer sales journey look like. No doubt if you're in the world of everyday flowers, they are going to jump onto Google. They're going to type in flower delivery, insert your city. Then they're going to be presented with a list of results. Hopefully they'll click on your website. You have three seconds to win them over. If they don't see the order flowers now button, if your website doesn't load fast enough, you've lost the sale. When they hit the button that says order flowers now and they're taken to your online catalog and they don't see an easy way to filter by price or to filter by occasion, it's become too hard for them. You've lost the sale. If you haven't even added online functionality and online ordering to your website, you've lost the sale. If you don't have an online catalog that clearly and effectively represents what it is your customers are buying, you've lost the sale. And it's so much easier in the long term for you to build a website that turns over a crap ton of money every single year and brings in orders when you're sleeping than it is to try and get all that business in the door by training your staff with a sales script. Your website is a much better sales system than any human being is. So when you think about how you can better your business, how you can nurture your business baby, think about how you can improve your sales systems. Do you even have a sales system? Do you even know what your customer typically does when they're seeking out somebody to do a workshop or if they're looking for somebody for wedding flowers or they're looking to order flowers? Have you even given it any thought? Do you know where your customers are hanging out? Do you understand what it is that they're looking for? Do you know what their pain points are around? Do you have a system that makes it easy for your customers to buy from you? If you don't, Great news. You can start today. And most of the time, the reason that you don't is because you've been operating in the space of being an employee. No employee at McDonald's is sitting there creating sales systems. No employee at McDonald's is sitting there going, Oh, what should my script be for this particular customer interaction? They are handed all of that information from head office. Everything at McDonald's is written out like anybody could walk in off the streets, jump in and know exactly how to make a hamburger. Anybody could walk in off the streets, jump in and know exactly how to take an order and upsell to a client. And you know what's even better? If you walk into a McDonald's anytime soon, you'll see that there are so many more point of sale systems than there are frontline staff because it is so much easier for a computer to do the sales than it is for a person to do the sales. They will make more money. The same thing can happen for you. And when you think about how you can nurture your business baby from a sales point of view and create systems that work, you can do that from the space of a CEO, and you can do that understanding you are providing unconditional love for your business, baby. So, right now, if you are acting in the space of an employee and that's where you find yourself spending the bulk of your time, no that one of the missing pieces of the puzzle is to jump in and embrace the fact that you need to take up and jump into your power as being the CEO. Because you have two main relationships with your business baby. You have two roles to fulfill. You are the CEO, visionary and owner, and you are the employee and everything that you do from the mindset of CEO, visionary and owner is there to make your job as an employee easier and know that it's going to feel incredibly unfamiliar and uncomfortable when you are in the space of a CEO, because it's new and it's different. And it's unexpected and it's very unfamiliar because most of the time we would so much rather as human beings in Western society be in a space where somebody else has authority, where somebody else is the leader. But the thing about running your own floral design business is that you are the CEO and with that comes great power, and great opportunity. So let us recap and five main outcomes from today's episode. Number one, your business, your floral design business is a separate entity from you. Number two, your business is your baby. Provide it with unconditional love. Point number three, what it means to love your business unconditionally is that you are there to nurture it, invest in it, feed it, provide for it, support it, love it, and set it up for success. Number four, you have two relationships with your business baby. You get to step into the role of visionary and CEO and you will have a role as an employee. No doubt when you step into the role of visionary and CEO, it's going to feel very unfamiliar. It's going to feel comfortable and no doubt you are going to turn to me and say, Kathleen, this is hard to which I will respond. Is it actually hard or is it just really uncomfortable? how you describe your business to yourself and to anyone who's willing to listen matters. Choose your words carefully. And point number five is become aware and get curious about the jobs in front of you and know when you need to adopt the mindset of an employee and when you need to adopt the mindset of CEO. And anytime. You're talking to customers about pricing. Anytime you're thinking about sales, it's very likely you need to be conscious of whether you're doing this from a space of being the employee or are you doing this from the space of being the CEO. And try it on for size. Just get curious and understand that this shift in mindset can be so incredibly helpful. And if, You want help navigating this mindset, taking your business to the next level, and you want to show your business baby true unconditional love, you can always sign up for my one-on-one coaching program so that you and I can jump in and show your business unconditional love. We can set out a clear path. We can have complete understanding of what you want to do with your business, baby. We can price from the space of being the CEO. We can talk about sales systems. We can talk about staffing. We can talk about delineating the roles between being the owner and visionary and being an employee. So if you want to sign up for my one-on-one business coaching program, it is an eight-week coaching program, you get access to all of my online courses, including my business masterclass. And then you and I get to hang out for eight weeks and show your business unconditional love. It's so good. And it's one of my favorite things to do. The whole program is hosted online. So what is amazing is it doesn't matter what's happening in the world of COVID. It doesn't matter about travel. It doesn't matter where you are on this beautiful planet. You can hang out in your pajamas. I'll hang out in my yoga pants. And we will talk about unconditional love and your business and what it takes to build and nurture and love your business baby, we can talk about your struggles around pricing, we can talk about sales, we can talk about staffing, we can talk about marketing, we can talk about your relationship with Instagram. And I want to put you back in control back in the driver's seat with your business so that you can build a business that you love. And that you actually like working in. It's fucking amazing. Anyway, friends, visit the link in the show notes, click the link in my Instagram bio, or all you need to do is visit for Click on one-on-one biz coaching, put your application in and let's do this thing. And friends, I hope you're having a beautiful day. I hope that this lesson is helpful and I will talk to you again later in the week. Bye for now.